As leaders, it's so easy for us to get caught up in tasks, strategies, and our to-dos. But all of those things have no value if we don't know how to take care of the people we oversee. If strategies and tasks cause us to neglect our people, then no matter the results we're getting, they're worthless. So how do we lead at a high level, get incredible results, while still taking care of our people? Well, welcome to the Good Leader Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another beautiful, snowy episode of the Good Leader Podcast. We are in northeastern Oklahoma, and I know that you uh, New Englanders up there just experienced a nor'easter a few days ago. Nor'easter, that's right. Right on? The old nor'easter? Yeah, I think What's so. What's a nor'easter? Right. What is it? Is a nor'easter I, a blizzard? Is it just a lot of snow? What is a nor'easter? You're from New York, so what is it? Yeah, I'm from New York, but I can't say I've heard that term a lot. <laughs> In my life, I would equate it to a snowstorm. That's what it sounds like to me. I don't know. For us, it's just another day. Yeah. It's just, I was going to say, it's a (laughs) nor'easter. It's like a big snowstorm. It seems like the middle child of of weather. You know, you're not quite a blizzard, but you're not normal snow either. You're just stuck in the middle. You're a nor'easter. Okay. Yeah. I can handle that. That's fair. Well, we're not getting that. We are getting, for us, inclement weather. And if you're from the Midwest or the South, maybe not the Midwest, Midwest, like you get in Minnesota and you get North, they get snow all the time. So let's say the South. In the South, oh man, you talk snow. You you might as well say Armageddon's coming. Like batten down the hatches, (laughs) buy all the bread and milk you can, get the kids at home, don't go outside. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. That's and then absolutely on, I'm sure you at. laugh. Yeah. You laugh at it, right? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I do. The only the only validity that I have found around here is because we don't have the systems we need in a state like Oklahoma, if it is a little icy, it's like actually icy because the trucks don't go around like in the north. We are used to it. So it's like it could be icy and snowy. And honestly, until it's like way overboard, we can keep living our life. But but we have the infrastructure in place for it. So that's the only validity I give people. But honestly, especially when it's not like it hasn't rained, it's not icy. I do just kind of chuckle. Well, you're exactly right. One of my favorite facts about that, I heard this a few years ago because uh, a couple of years ago, and once again, we're recording from uh, northeastern Oklahoma, the Tulsa area, specifically beautiful downtown Muskogee. And a few years ago, Dallas, Texas got an exorbitant amount of snow for them. And I heard my favorite fact when it comes to weather, Dallas, Texas has one, one sand truck, one truck. Yeah. One. Isn't that comical? Isn't that comical though? Because yeah. I say, why do you have any? Why would you have one? Yeah. Like, if you're, you know, like what is one doing? You because because the big thing was we they, they no, got this weather and they did not have enough. It's like and so it came out like on the news. Well, they only have one truck. The city of Dallas owns one sand truck. Why one? It's just it's just that is such a weird thing to me. But this yep. weather, Ange, it's got me fired up today. The uh, the weather's got me fired up. <laughs> And we're totally, we're, I, I feel like, what's his name? Bill O'Reilly. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. I'll, I'll write it. And we're doing it live. Everything that we talked about in the production meeting, scrap it. Minion, scrap it. Josh, scrap it all. I'm calling an audible and we're doing it live. That's why I like to hear. We're going to have an episode do it. called Strengths Finders. One of my favorite resources of all time. The Strengths Finders, Strengths Finders 2.0. I love it. It's one of my favorite resources. We we're going to talk about that. I was going to get to hear Anja's top five, which I don't really know. So I'm excited to hear that. But we're saving it. We're not even doing it. 
You're going to have to come back next week if you want to listen to that. New okay. title, new title, new episode, okay? This episode, Move Mountains. This episode is entitled Move Mountains, Ange. Do you want to know why? Tell me why. Move Mountains for a little bit of history. I believe in core values. I believe as an organization, you should have your core values and they should mean something. So as an organization, you typically, we have these core values and they're generally, they're about 12 words that in some form or fashion, people typically use, they adopt as their core values. Things like compassion, respect, safety, courtesy, you know, um, things like excellence. As we do work with organizations all across the country, we, we hear these core values. You could also say it's your mission statement, but what are we about? What is at our core? What is at our center? We are this. The right. trouble is people make these core values or they decide on these core values at an executive retreat or a meeting or at some point. And most of the time, much of the time, they just choose them because they sound good. As in like, these should be our core values. But then yeah. everything about the organization negates it. Like if it's a place of, of safety, but the people are both overtly and not so overtly encouraged to cut corners. You know, it's like, well, nobody really checks on that. Okay. Nobody really does. Well, okay. Safety is not really your core value. You know, we talk about, and in our book, we've got a new book coming out this April. I'm super excited about Maybe we'll have a whole episode about it on. Once again, you and the minions decide eight track two emoji. It's coming out. I just got it to the publisher. It's being released in April. It's, it's, Oh, I'm excited about it. We talk about core values in that book a lot, and the core values should actually be at your core. You should Mm. use them frequently. You should use them in your meetings. You should use them in your performance reviews. You should use them when you're having Mm. corrective conversations. This is a message that I teach whenever I'm working with a manager, an overseer, and you can find yourself in this place. This even goes for like, this is a good parenting rule of thumb. When you're deciding, is this this a deal breaker or not? Is this just my personal preference or... Or, you know what I'm saying, like as a leader, it's like, oh, I don't really like that they're doing this. As a parent, I don't really like the decision that they're making. You cannot lead yeah. based on personal preference. You can't lead based on personal preference. You just, you just can't get bent out of shape when people don't do things the way you like them or the way that you would do them. What you can lead by are core values, that the core values of this family, of this church, of this organization, we are this. And as a member of this group, we all agree to follow these core values. Now, do we need to talk about how they play out? Absolutely, and we do that frequently. But if you cannot connect a behavior to a core value, it is a personal preference. That's Mm -hmm. the difference. If you cannot connect and say, listen, you know, you are late and it's irritating me. Or, you know, like you're not coming to, I often think of like a coach and they say they've given these voluntary workouts. And it's like, well, they say it's volunteer workouts, but they get really ticked when the kids don't show up or when the players don't show up. It's like, well, you said it was a voluntary workout. (laughs) Is it voluntary or not? And if you don't want it to be voluntary, don't say, is it a core value or not? And you can't, that's preference. Like, well, I'd prefer if everyone showed up to the voluntary workout. Well, I'd prefer if everyone worked at the office today. You know, we gave everybody the day off. Like today, today. I'm experiencing it, Ange. I'm working from the office because of this weather. And the weather has something to do with this. So office is optional today, which is great. And I truly mean that. But then there are instances where you got to move mountains. The reason I use the phrase move mountains is because of paradigm shift. Then we have seven core values. 
So if you're leading an organization, you should be able to recite your core values and what they mean. Your team should be able to recite your core values. Everyone should be able to know your core values. If they can't, and if they don't, either one, your core values don't really mean anything, or two, you're not talking about them enough. You're not teaching them. You're not thinking about them. You're not using them. So of our seven, one of them is move mountains. And we talk about persistence with that. We talk about consistency with that. We talk about not giving up, not having the first no be um, the, the only answer that you hear. Or if you do run into obstacles, I guess my best phraseology is, in this life, we will have obstacles. We will not let them deter us from our overall vision. That's why we have move mountains. You're guaranteed to have obstacles. And we've spent the last month talking about goals, talking about dreams, all these big things we're going for. You will have obstacles. You will have obstacles in the way. Things will get in your way. We have to move them. We have to work around them. We have to overcome them. Don't let them just stop you. So today, the weather is sometimes an obstacle. And I'm going to use this as an analogy very quickly to talk about your personal leadership. And I would dare say good leaders move obstacles. That's the premise of the day. All right? Yeah. You tell me, you stop me, Ange, when you disagree with me. So far, do you like that statement? <laughs> yes. I. Yep. Absolutely. I think it's sometimes it's learned more than inherent. And for some people, I think it's more inherent than learned. So, okay. you know, n- nature versus nurture. All right. Nature versus nurture. I would totally agree. I, like most things. I think with just about any leadership principle, some people are more naturally inclined to achieve that yeah. than others. You just have these natural inclinations. You know, that's what Strength Finders is all about. We'll talk about that, you know, next week. But Strength Finders yep. is all about your natural strengths, your natural tendencies. Some of those things, either nature or nurture, you're good at this. Uh, it is, you feel strong in this. Right. But good leaders remove obstacles for yourself mm-hmm. and for others. You're working to remove the obstacles. So let's talk about how this plays out and let's go with the weather. Let's go with this analogy for a second. Good. I don't even know where we're going to land this plane, but we're flying it. The weather I have no control over. I have no control over the weather. Rain, sleet, snow, nor'easter, tornado, the weather comes at us, and I have no control over it. What I can do is navigate the weather as it comes. Okay, so I've got I got two big points here. Right. Now, I think you're like, you even said it, Ange. You planted the seed. This is all your fault, by the way. I went off script simply because of one thing that you said. One thing you said when well, I, I asked you about it. I can't wait to hear what it was. I can't believe, I can't wait either. I can't wait either. I can't wait to share it with you. That's my second point. My first point is this. If you want to be a good leader, an achiever, successful, don't stop. Okay? I guess I've got a few points here in no particular order. Don't stop at the first discouragement. Don't stop at the first discouragement. So you're going to get discouraged. Discouragement can come in all sorts of ways. Look for an answer before you accept defeat. Look for an answer before you accept defeat. This mm-hmm. happens all the time when people are like, well, I couldn't do that because of this. Well, why not? Well, I, I didn't have a vehicle. Okay, you didn't have a vehicle. Could you get a ride? Well, I, I don't know. I didn't really ask. Well, do you, have, do you know anyone in this world that has a car? Do you know anyone in this world that possibly could have driven you? Did you ask those people? Well, no, I didn't. Well, okay, then boom, you stopped at the first obstacle. I don't have a car. You see, here's the thing. Obstacles are real. Whatever is standing in your way right now between you and the life you want to have is real. I totally agree with it. 
You have real obstacles. If you don't have the marriage you want, it's because there are obstacles in the way. Don't stop at the obstacle. Move mountains. Well, we, well, my, my husband and I, we just don't feel any romance anymore. Well, ro- spontaneity is overrated. Spontaneous romance doesn't exist. You got to make it happen. How do you make it happen? You make it happen by saying, well, what's the obstacle? Why don't we go on more dates? Why don't we spend more on one time? Well, it's because we got these dang kids. Well, all right, you need to get a babysitter? Get a babysitter. Well, we don't really have a babysitter. Well, guess what? We live in 2022, not 1896. Google up babysitter and you're going to get care.com and about 15 other places that you can get a babysitter. Find a babysitter. Don't tell me you're falling out of love. I'm just, I'm just getting started. I hear it. Keep going. All right. Yeah. Oh, I All think right. the that, people need it. It's it's February. We're past quitting season. So that's right. We're up. past quitting season. It's time to reevaluate, baby. We'll reevaluate yourself and kick yourself in the rear because I'm sick of excuses out there. All right. Look yourself in the mirror and say, what life do I want to have? All this goal setting BS that we've been talking about. Let's simplify it. What do you want to decide what to be and go be it? Thank you, Abbott Brothers. Decide what to be and go be it. Look yourself in the mirror and say, what kind of life do I want to have? Is your marriage not where you want it to be? Great. Figure out the obstacles and move mountains. Are there obstacles? Yes. Is your husband a jerk? Maybe. Is your wife a bee? Maybe. Figure it out. All right? You know who made her a bee? You. You know who made you made her the bee, husband. You know who made him a jerk? You did, wife. You're the one, you're the one he's been living with for 10 years. All right. This is going to be a good episode. <laughs> we will. It's not, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's going to be really it's, you good. Keep you're going you're on. hitting every demographic here. I am. Keep I'm going, going all over the place. I'm going all over the place for everybody. <laughs> In all seriousness, there are obstacles. And so it's at work. If you say, I don't, I don't have the life I want. Okay, well, then what is it? Do you need more money? Do you need more income? Maybe so. Do you sp- Okay, you need more income. Or you want to achieve something. I want to buy a new house, buy a new car, buy a new Rolex, go on vacation. I want this thing over here. Or I want security for my kids. It's not just selfish things. And by the way, I don't think any of those things are selfish. You want a new car, new, a new, you know, Ange, what are you, you probably want a new beanie. Ange wants a new beanie. Great. She wants to add to her beanie collection. Awesome. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Identify the obstacles. Okay, so we've been talking about goal setting. If you're not achieving your goals, then remove the friction. There's a great podcast that I listen to. I'm going to try to find it. And it talks about fuel versus friction. And oftentimes with goal setting, we talk about fuel, not the friction. Fuel is like, think of a rocket ship and getting this rocket into space. Well, we got to get more propulsion. I got to do more stuff. I got to work harder. I got to think bigger. I got to dream bigger. Okay, yes, true. But also, you can remove friction like to get the rocket into space maybe it takes yeah it's got to be lighter parts we got to have a lighter exterior we got to have lighter control panels yeah. we got to have lighter space suits like every ounce counts when we're going to space every ounce counts when you're achieving the life mm-hmm. of your dreams so every ounce counts what's going on in your life that is keeping you not just the goal is over there but what obstacle is in your way so professionally if you say boy i'm not getting the promotion well what is I guarantee you, this is the thing. This is all right, Anj. This is it. This is it right here. The world is not as against you as you suppose they are. Maybe they are. Maybe sometimes they've really got it out for you. Maybe sometimes there's a real yeah. vendetta against you, but that is rare. Most of the time, the world, your boss, your teammates, your peers, your employer, they want you to succeed. 
They want you to be an awesome employee. They want to give you promotion. I want you to be worth more money. I want you to be worth a a raise. I want you to be worth a promotion. If you were worth a promotion, I would gladly give it to you. The world is not really holding you back. It's you. You're holding you back. Why don't you have a raise? Because you suck. Get better. Get better and you'll probably get a raise. Why don't you get the promotion? Because you're not as good as she was. She was better than you, so they promoted her. It really doesn't serve the higher-ups to hire the people that are less worthy. They're generally pretty good at saying, you know what? This is the best person. Look in the mirror and say, what obstacle is in my way? What do I need to do to get better? And then remove that. Okay, here's my my phrase that I Mm. love, okay? Never take a no from someone who can't give you a yes. When you're going to move mountains, never take a no from someone who can't give you a yes. I hear so often people taking bad advice from people who have no authority in their lives. Like, they, they're like, well, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do to get a promotion? Well, you're talking to your peer. Ask your boss. Ask the person that can give mm. you the yes. Don't ask the person beneath you. Don't ask the person around you. Hey, what do you guys think I should do? How do you think I can improve? Ask the person that can give you a yes. All right. That's fired right. up. I'm fired up, Monch. I mean, yeah, well, now you're going to fire me up on that one. So, well, go ahead. I'd love to. I, hey, misery loves company. I'd love, to, I'd love to have somebody else rant. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell the world how you feel. Pull up a chair and pick up the mic. No, I'm the only. This, <laughs> this is from the other side. This is from the co working the co-working side. But I, I, I mean, you and I have talked about this, but I, I have a hard time respecting people who will say a lot about a person to a lot of other people and never to that person. You know, this go th- whether it's your boss or whether it's a coworker or someone who just really gets under your skin. I feel like I've probably said it like to our whole team before at some different point in time. But man, I'm like, well, have you talked to that person? Never. Ten, nine times out of ten, no, I haven't. No, I haven't said that to that person. No, I haven't talked to that person. But I will continue to complain about it and still not talk to them. It, it that really does get my. I mean, talk about mountains. It's like. The only obstacle in front of you is probably talking to that person. And actually, they're probably going to have a much better response than you're even thinking. So absolutely. Absolutely. Have you done it? And typically they don't. So you got to define those obstacles. And sometimes you're out of our control. Like I said, we can't control the weather. Let's go back to the root of this whole conversation because we're not I'm just not going to spend the whole time ranting. (laughs) But so many times I get it. You can't control the weather, but you can buy an umbrella. And we're just looking at the weather and stopping. We're looking at the weather and going, well, I just couldn't do it today. Well, why not? Why couldn't you do it today? Oh, because of filling your excuse. Why aren't you working out? Well, because I got busy. Okay, why why don't you make more money? Well, you know what? I got this side hustle that I've tried and I've tried and I've tried. No, well, okay, try again. Try something different. What is the obstacle? Remove the obstacle. I have an abundance mentality and I'm just convinced that there is enough in the world. If you want more money, there is a way to go find it. If you need more discipline in your spending, there is a way to build it. Now, do I grant that, man, there are some obstacles that are gigantic? Absolutely. That's one of my point. Like, absolutely. Like, if you're sitting there going, but Jared, you don't understand my circumstance. I probably don't because I am not in your circumstance. So yeah, I probably do not understand exactly what you're going through. But I do understand that most of the time, this obstacle can be overcome. This obstacle, this mountain can be removed. I can look at this and say, this is difficult. This is hard. This is going to take so much of me. But you can do it. 
You just have to decide to do yeah. it. That's it. It's not even being smarter or more talented or having anything better. It's just deciding don't stop. Like you always find something in the last place you look. So you got to keep looking. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. You all you, you stumble upon the answer when you stumble upon the answer. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know how long it's going to, uh, you know, how many ideas you have to go through. How many, but keep on trying. I think of John Maxwell back in, yeah. gosh, this is an old reference, an old book, but I have lived this out so many times, Anj, in my professional life. He shares in, I think it's from Leadership Gold, I think. It might be in 21 Irrefutable Laws also. But he shares a story about, this is way oh. back, it dates it. This is way back. He had he hired a new assistant and he had asked her to call a certain connection. You know, it's like, hey, I need you to call so-and-so, please. I'd like to set up a meeting with them. Get them on the phone for me. Okay, so he did that, like, let's say, early in the morning, 9 o'clock, first thing, call this person. It gets to the afternoon. He's, he still has not been patched in. This is a landline, pre-cell phone, pre this is inner office, patch <laughs> me through when you get that person on the phone. And it's been, like, three hours, like, all morning, and he hadn't heard anything. So he goes back, and the young lady's working on some other things in her office, and he says, uh, were you able to get so-and-so on the phone? And she said, no, I couldn't find the number. And he paused and said, well, then why did you stop looking? And she says, well, I couldn't find the number. And he says, well, what do you mean you couldn't find the number? And she says, well, it wasn't in your Rolodex. Once again, aging myself here and aging the story. It wasn't in your <laughs> Rolodex. So he said, do you think the number exists? Yes. <laughs> do you think the person would get on the phone with me? Yes. Then let's not stop. So he worked with her and said, let's, okay, let's do this together. He said, I'm going to teach you how to find a phone number this one time. And they worked through it and they got to an answer and they got the person on the phone. I feel that same way. That same story happens so often in our lives. We say, well, I couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Why not? I couldn't find the number. I couldn't get the right connection. I didn't have the right recommendation. Couldn't get the right job. Couldn't do the whatever. In your yeah. professional life, in your personal life, identify the obstacle and remove it. You said this thing. This is the trigger of the whole thing. And this is where we'll wrap up this conversation. So the whole point is move mountains today. Identify the obstacle and remove it. You can get anything done that is important enough to you to get done. If you say you couldn't be there, if it was important enough, I totally believe you would make it. If it matters to you, where there is a will, there is a way. And we have to do a better job of removing obstacles. So finally, mm -hmm. you said when we are talking about weather, it was great. It's beautiful, Ange, poetic even. You said, well, I will say, down here in Oklahoma, as opposed to New York and the Northeast, where weather, bad weather, snow, inclement weather, ice is not as common, the infrastructure really isn't in place to deal with bad weather. Mm -hmm. So in wrapping it up, if you find yourself with the same kinds of obstacles frequently, change your infrastructure. Change the infrastructure. Good word. It's it's like, okay, you keep running into the same obstacle. I'm not saying that don't exist, but you keep on having the same bad habits, the same poor excuses, the same problems are happening in your life. Maybe you actually live in an icy area. Buy more than one sand truck. Maybe you live in an area that has poor weather. Go ahead and invest in some umbrellas. Whatever the, I'm giving a lot of analogies here and it's this proverb day, this <laughs> metaphor day. But if you keep running to the, if you keep being late, buy another alarm clock. If you keep on messing up in a certain way, change the habit. 
If you find yourself using the same excuse more than twice, change the infrastructure. You're the problem. If it's one time, hey, this happens. Okay, that happens. Happens to everybody. No problem. Couldn't find the number. Couldn't figure it out. It happens. No problem. That that happens. If it happens twice, well, okay. You know what? Learning curve. You're figuring it out. You're getting, you know, if it happens three times, it's you. It's you. Yeah. Everyone in the world does not have the same problem. Everyone in the world does not always show up late. Everyone in the world does not always misplace that thing, forget that whatever, not fulfill that obligation, not finish that task, not whatever it is. And this goes to personal life, professional life, whatever. This is this is the goals. Remember, let's root this back in what we're talking about. If you aren't achieving your goals, mm-hmm. maybe it's in the obstacle. If you have the same obstacles over and over and over, you are probably the source. And I'm not saying the obstacle doesn't exist. But I'm saying you've got to change the infrastructure. You don't just hope for better weather. You actually buy the sand truck. You don't just hope that something will change. Maybe this year I'll get it right. Maybe this year it'll change. No, no, no. Change it up. If you want to lose weight and you have never, and you keep going back, you keep, well, I'm going to buy the gym membership. Well, maybe a gym ain't right for you. Well, I, you know, I did the Beach Body app. Well, maybe that's not right for you. You've got to change the infrastructure, whatever that is. And then if you go, well, I've tried everything. I've tried everything is the biggest possible lie in the world. It's the, maybe the most widely accepted myth. I've tried everything. Have you ever heard anybody say that to you, Anj, in any respect? Oh, yeah. All oh, the yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. All the time. Right. Well, man, yeah. I've just tried everything. Whether it's our kids, whether it's our spouse, whether it's our jobs, whether I've tried everything. I've tried everything. Really? Think about that statement. That is a, a radical hyperbole. I've tried everything. No, you have not. No, you have not. I've looked for my keys everywhere. Obviously not. They're somewhere. Your keys did not. I sound like my mom. Your keys did not just radic. They did not disappear from the earth. Your keys are somewhere. Find it. Your solution is somewhere. Find it. The key to your yeah. dream is somewhere. Find it. If you've tried everything, no, you haven't. Try something else. Remove the obstacle. Identify it. Try something else. Remove the obstacle. Move the mountain and get it done. All right. You got anything to add to any of this mess? You know what? One of the first times, I'm not sure if I do. I think you said it all. I feel like you used every analogy, every option uh, out there. So really, if you're not motivated to go out and do what you thought couldn't be done today, maybe you need to play it back. Listen to it on a slower speed. But um, I think you've really encouraged us today, Jared. Well, this is our key core value here. (laughs) This is the Good Leader Podcast uh, coming at you live. Uh, This is Jared Murr live and unplugged. So if you like it, email us and uh, hit us up on uh, we even have, we're on TikTok now we're on Instagram hit us up good leader podcast paradigm shift let us know if you like it I'll be happy to rant anytime maybe we'll just do this every few weeks the Jared rant session every that's what weeks. it is so thank you for listening I mean it though I'll listen to it again maybe new I said segment. something ridiculous maybe it's a new segment Jared's ranch ranch Jared's <laughs> rant Jared's ranch is delicious um I hope that I hope that I struck a chord with somebody. I hope that if you're out there and you are if you are struggling to achieve some goal or have the life that you want, seriously, all jokes aside, all ranting aside, pause, ask yourself what obstacle, what is keeping me from the marriage I want, the life I want, the job I want, the lifestyle I want. Identify the obstacle and then work to remove it. That's what good leaders do. You don't stop at the first obstacle. You don't look at the weather and throw up your hands. Good leaders make a way. Go out there. Be a good leader.